0: Hi, fellow wanderers! Welcome to the third episode of Pearls of Wisdom. My name is Perlin. I am your friend on this journey for self exploration. And what Pearls of Wisdom is about is it's basically a space for us to contemplate different thoughts and belief systems and for us to ultimately find what would serve our best selves, basically. For those of you who are new, welcome. Um, Know that this show is based off the major arcanas in the tarot. There are 22 in total and this is the third episode. So we've already shot two episodes. So go ahead and find those episodes on Spotify or YouTube. And if you have any thoughts that you'd love to share, feel free to share them in the comments or even on our social media pages. Um, Let us know what you'd like to have us discuss about and... Maybe you'll see it in the upcoming episodes. If you can find a nice quiet space for yourself to listen to this podcast, that will be perfect. Otherwise, if you're driving, um, drive safely. <laughs> and I hope you enjoy the topics that we are going to discuss today. Pour yourself a cup of tea if you like. We are going to have some of these. Really nice team listed on site. So if you wish to know where they are, on head onto our social media pages and you'll be able to find them. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking about the High Priestess, the third card in the Major Arcana. So the High Priestess usually represents wisdom, and it talks about um, knowledge and coming from that space of trust basically trust in knowing trust in not having to understand things with words and there are many streams of thoughts that have come down through philosophy and religion that talk about wisdom so we will be covering a couple of them um, just for discussion and if you have any that you love to share again just pop them in the comments and dm us Alright, so we'll be shuffling a couple of cards for today. You have the Magician from the last episode right underneath. I did not set this up. This is for real. (laughs) Energy suit, guys. So we'll see what cards we have for today and what our focus should be on. um, Something to kickstart the episode, like always. Two cards for today. And they feel right. So the first one that came up is the Two of Wands. And we also have Wheel of Fortune, of course, with our main card, the High Priestess. So what this talks about is you being on a journey, being able to see beyond what you have learned and experienced so far, knowing that there's way more to yourself and your experience in life than what you've always thought of it as. Where the Wheel of Fortune comes in is this space where you're allowing yourself to experience a new way of being, or a new cycle. Coming from this space where you're embodying the energy of the high pieces of someone who is wise, someone who has all the knowledge they need need for themselves and they know, holding it really close to your core. So this is where that trust comes from, right? And that's also where our confidence comes from, our gut. It is what leads us and it is where we go into whenever we have questions, we have difficulties and we need answers. It doesn't have to be in words. Again, it is that instinct that actually comes in naturally. We will be finding out how we can tap into this. There will be a short activity, mindfulness meditation towards the end of the episode. So stay tuned if you'd like to have a try on that. Today's question, what is wisdom? Now I did a really quick Google search. We love Google, our best friend, um, on what wisdom is. And the general idea of wisdom that I managed to find is that it talks about knowledge. It talks about being learned and also experienced. So the word wisdom, it represents learned and experienced and dumb. Talks about good decisions and judgments, so it's almost like saying if someone were to be wise, and someone has wisdom, or what wisdom is about, is the embodiment of being learned, experienced, and being able to make good judgment and decisions. Isn't that a goal? There is this one little excerpt from Lao Tzu. Or, I can't really pronounce it in English uh, Lao Tzu. I'm going to just say it as it is, And it is from the Tao Te Ching And what I really like about this phrase Is its explanation as to what um, wisdom is So I'm going to With the best of my ability Not try and shame my ancestors <laughs> Pronounce the words in Chinese So what he writes Ishu Shen Ren Li. And what it kind of roughly translates to, and this translation I'm picking out is from Stephen Mitchell, um translated in 1988 It says that knowing others is intelligence, knowing yourself is true wisdom, and mastering others is strength well, mastering yourself is true power. There are many translations that come about with the Tao thing, but but um, this one I felt like runs a lot more true in my understanding of what it is in Chinese. So what I find really interesting about this um, writing is how he talks about us being able to understand or know others as intelligence, but knowing ourselves as true wisdom. And it's really interesting because how we experience the world and ourselves, very often it comes from this space where we are allowing ourselves to react to whatever external circumstances or relationships we have and are facing. And then we take that as our knowledge, right? And I guess that's where intelligence comes in. And recently I've been doing a lot of tarot readings and this has been coming up as a topic for a lot of people. It seems like everybody's starting to shift into this space where they are understanding that for them to be aligned with themselves, it has to go beyond their experience in and with the outer world. So it comes a lot more from a space where you're going inwards and being able to understand yourself or who you are way beyond words way beyond stereotypes way beyond expectations that people put on you and i guess that's where true wisdom really stems from and how then do you connect to yourself so deeply um i guess it also comes depending on some people from a space where you're connected to the universe and the reasons behind why you're here. Of course, you're not going to contemplate on all of that, just being able to understand how you're able to tap in and seek that wisdom. That's our main goal. So, there is this whole story that's tagged onto how Socrates is actually one of the wisest people. And that came from a space where they asked an oracle that gave that as an answer. And when I think Plato was the one. Don't quote me on that. One of his disciples went to him and asked, like, are you really the wisest one? His response was that he isn't. And there are a couple of theories that came up from this little story. So I'm going to share a couple of them just for us to think about and contemplate on. So the first one is called the Humility Theory 1. And it says that, "S is wise, if and only if, S believes she or he is not wise. So, for one to be wise, they have to believe that they're they're not wise, okay? But there's another theory that refutes that because if that person doesn't think that they're wise, that means they don't know anything, right? And that's where the second theory kind of comes in. Um, It says that S is wise if and only if S believes that S does not know anything. So, it's different when the person doesn't believe they're wise versus if they were to think they don't know anything again there are a whole lot of things that are tacked onto it that kind of contradicts each other and then a few other theories then came about again food for thought so this is an epistemic accuracy theory the first one it says that s is wise if and only if for all p and the p stands for s believing s knows p if s knows p so if you know something and you believe that you know something then you're wise but then again if you were to link back to what Lao Tzu talked about you don't really know or rather that is more so intelligence rather than wisdom right you being able to understand something outside beyond yourself and then coming to the second theory Second epistemic accuracy theory, it says that S is wise even only if for all P and P being S believes S knows P if S's belief in p is highly justified. So only if that belief that S has of P is justified, then S is wise. Like a whole lot of things to digest and we will be re- like saving all the resources down in the description somewhere where you can find them to go and read on but i found it really interesting to kind of see how all these thoughts and theories came about from people just contemplating on what wisdom is and at the very end of this um article that i managed to get from where's this Stanford um, on Plato and Wisdom and Socrates all of that um, I thought this seemed to kind of be most aligned um, with regards to what we're going to talk about today and the little exercise we have planned towards the end so this theory is called deep rationality theory and it says that S is wise if and only if um, S has a wide variety of epistemically justified beliefs on a wide variety of valuable academic subjects. That's the first point. The second one being S has a wide variety of justified beliefs on how to live rationally. So this covers it being in an epistemic um and moral, and practical, kind of a space. Third point being, as being committed, to living rationally, and fourth one being, as having very few, unjustified beliefs, and is sensitive to, his or her own limitations. So it is kind of, as a whole, understanding that, you have a set of beliefs, and understanding of, certain academic subjects. So I guess, In today's times and terms, we coin it as general, general knowledge. And the second one being how to live rationally. Understanding many ways of living rationally. And then being committed to it. Also still being sensitive to your limitations. So again, it is how you understand the world, kind of in general, understanding how to live rationally and then sticking through with it. Lastly, being sensitive to your own limitations. So knowing that you do have all this knowledge, but not thinking that, okay, that is all it is. And you're not being cocky about it. You're still in that space where you understand that there's still a lot more for you to learn and explore. So I think this is really beautiful uh, way to think of yourself as a person i feel like all of us carry wisdom and it's just whether or not we have that realization as to what that wisdom is and what it is about so how we are able to tap into that wisdom is if we were to take time out intentionally to sit with ourselves so some people go for runs some people practice yoga or meditation Um, For some people, that activity could be journaling. So you need to find what works for you, for you to be able to go inwards, for you to understand yourself from inside, and then understand your own understanding of the world to see whether or not you're following through with certain beliefs that you have, and also to understand where your limitations are and the gaps that you feel like you have that can be worked on or cannot be worked on, whatever it is. Understanding all of that. There's one more um, little thing I'd like to share, and it's from this book called *The Mindful Universe: A Journey Through the Inner and Outer Cosmos*. I've got this. I got this book. I think this was the first book I purchased from the Moon, and I really love it. there are a whole bunch of activities that you can follow through. um, Mindfulness activities um, to be able to tap into yourself and to understand how you feel, to try and be more aware of how you are in your physical body and way beyond that, um, who you are in yourself and how you're connected to this universe. So the author of this book is actually an astrophysicist. So he in his own journey found himself and his field of studies um, in astronomy and physics in his own spiritual journey, finding many different links that actually kind of seem to overlap but seem to run on parallels. So I thought it's really interesting to kind of see someone who lives and breathes and learns and explores from a very scientific standpoint to kind of tie in with their own spiritual journey. And there are a lot of people who are like that. There's this part on page 46 of this book. If you don't have this book, go and order it. Um, It says that you and the planet go back a long way. So it's really interesting how the Earth comes into existence, right? So the universe comes about, the planets come about, we have this Earth, and slowly over time, we have lichens that that come into existence, all the plants, starting from single cell organisms, then slowly moving into animals that come into existence and then all the different all the different species that popped up. Just from the earth, right? Slowly existing. Again, all of these are really interesting. I have another resource I wanna share, and it's this show called Terra. It's on Netflix. I really enjoyed it. So for those of you who like kind of like documentary style kind of shows, um, but in a video format and not reading through text and books. Go go and source that out, okay? That one's really interesting. But it's how the earth kind of comes about and how the human race actually comes about, allows us to contemplate on how we are affecting the earth. Whole other topic for another day. But it's really, really interesting how all of us come about. And we as humans, we are functioning as who we are in this space having so many relationships and connections with each other as a species and then having this whole relationship with the world. I think that's quite a lot I've managed to plant across the last like 10 over minutes um, for us to contemplate on right and with all that being said, I'd like for you to reel yourself back in, I'm reeling myself back in right now and come into this space where you come into this space where you know all of these things, but you're gonna drop all of it just to move on to the little activity that we are going to work on um, to dive into ourselves. So we're gonna use this mindfulness guide just bought it from the moon. Every time I step in here, I can't not buy anything. And I think it's it's just something in me. Since young, every time I go to a bookstore or a stationery shop, I can stay there for like a couple of hours. And I don't have much money, right? So I can only touch and see. And now that I have the spending power, I'm just buying all of this. It's terrible. It's okay. I have that awareness. So I it's just why I do this right. video. So this box actually comes with six dice, and all these dice um, they have different prompts. So we are going to use a couple of them just so we can work on an activity together. So I'm gonna pick this one, this one. There's one on Breathwork too, so maybe I'll pick this and I'll see what comes up from the book. And this last one. I'm oh, sorry if I got to use this. So there's a little guidebook that comes with it and the sixth die, so I'm gonna do a little shuffle to get the book little blocks out hmm. this is so interesting because you're talking about wisdom but one of the dice the red one it says to release judgment <laughs> And we talk about how we should be able to have certain levels of judgment on things, right? But I think this is something that's really important whenever we are trying to dive into ourselves to actually release judgment and to kind of go into this space where you are trying to be a learner, trying to understand who you are and what you are and how you're connected to everything around you. Second dice says, let go, the pink one. So we're going to let go and release our judgement for this activity. we are going to practice the ujjayi breath or also the ocean's breath. And the last part would be to show gratitude. So I'd like to invite all of you to find a comfortable seat to settle down into your body. Mm. Start to release all of the things that I shared earlier on and to come into this space of openness and trying to get to know yourself for who you are for all of the things you think you know of yourself to try and release them let them go release any sort of judgment you have of yourself of your experiences just settle into your body so if it feels comfortable for you go ahead and close your eyes otherwise you can just gently take a soft gaze to look at whatever surface is right in front of you and i'd like for you to try and observe how you feel in your body think of what has possibly become a burden for you to carry and what your life would be like without this weight there are moments when we must let go so we have to learn to release what has once served ourselves but is no longer Acknowledge whatever emotions come from within whatever is starting to bubble up anything that is stirring and make space for them to exist only in this moment Know that This is what feels present for you right now and possibly from your past, but now that you've given it space to be, it's time for you to call upon your innate resilience to free yourself from this suffering. Let go so that you may focus on what is truly serving you. Now, I'm going to go through a quick little mantra to help us release judgment. So, you can go ahead and repeat after me. It's really good to be able to vocalize all of this. Otherwise, you can have it in your head. And make sure that voice in your head is nice and loud and clear. I am judgment-free. I am judgment-free free. I am judgement free. So know that this is the mantra that's going to get you through the rest of this activity. So at any point in time, you are falling out of this little inner quiet space. Fall back onto this mantra. I am judgment-free. Now I'm going to lead you through this quick little breathwork called the Ujjayi breath. So it's also known as the oceanic breath and it is a very calming breathwork that allows us to bring in oxygen and heat into our body. It sounds like waves crashing on the shore so with a closed mouth, create a gentle constriction in your throat as if you're using a straw. Inhale deeply through your nose at a slow, smooth, even pace. Feeling first your body, first your belly, then your chest with air. You will continue to constrict your throat and exhale through your nose, matching the pace of your inhalation. So we're going to repeat this sequence for a couple of minutes. So Go ahead and take a nice breath in, making sure you have gently constricted your throat. Inhaling through your nose, slowly, belly, chest, constricting your throat, exhale through your nose. Inhale, exhale, gently pacing yourself, inhale, feeling your belly and chest, exhale, release. Inhale through, feeling your belly and chest. Exhale through your nose. Now with every breath, making sure you're continuing to constrict your throat, allowing yourself to send out this very gentle sound, ocean-like sound. Guiding yourself through every breath, focusing on this present moment. Just breathing. Make sure at every moment you don't have any tension in your shoulders here. Having them nicely relaxed. Just focusing on your breath. Anytime any sort of thoughts come up, fall back onto the mantra that says, I am judgment free. Through your nose, exhaling through your nose, still constricting your throat. Take your last Ujjayi breath, and you're going to gently come into the space where you allow our breath to be how it wishes to be at present. So, resume your regular breath. Still with your eyes closed, find a space to settle into your body and bring your focus to the core of your body somewhere right below your belly for those of you who know your chakra system it is within your lower three chakras somewhere there you can go ahead and place your hand right below your belly just feel And allow any sort of thoughts that feel more centered in this present moment to bubble up from your core. Knowing that this is the space where your inner wisdom is placed and is stored before it goes into your head to be rationalized. Now that all you have to do right now is to just feel your core. Send some loving gratitude to your core. Thanking it, letting it know that you're super grateful for how it's been guiding you intuitively know that at any point in time you have queries, you have doubts this is where you can fall back into to seek your clarity if not answers slowly start to Move your head side to side, maybe rotating them in circles. Releasing any sort of tension you've kept in your shoulder, rolling them a couple of times forward and back. Moving your fingertips, taking a nice long stretch with your arms above head. Exhale, hands down. And only when you feel fully ready, you can gently blink your eyes open. So know that at any point in time you feel conflicted and you need answers you can always fall back into yourself and even if you don't have answers you know that you'll be able to seek clarity for whatever's needed for you at every given moment now we shared loads of things today um, and they're just really good food for talk okay things to contemplate on so I'd love to know what some of you might think on this topic because I feel like in my own experience when I'm trying to understand what that inner wisdom is and what wisdom means to me and how I connect to the universe, a lot of questions come up and again this is not a very fun topic to start running into past midnight because it's going to keep you up but... Yeah, please share what you think, so we can all try and understand ourselves as a collective a lot deeper. Call um, me a DM on my Instagram if you feel like having more of a private conversation on this. And know that there's always space for us to share how we think and what we feel over here. But Luna, is all about basically. So thank you for listening in all the way to the end. It's a bit more of a haphazard kind of an episode because there are a lot of thoughts that are being thrown around. But know that you don't have to have all the answers. you are just here to explore. And that's what life's about, isn't it? We're here to explore and to try and find what works for us. Which is what falls off with the missing part also. So... Take care! I'll see you guys on the next episode! Bye! What right, i today!